What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Triangle. It's your boy, D. And it's your girl, CJ. And it's your girl, Brandy. No, it's not Brandy. She's not here today. <laughs> I'm sorry. Here with us today. <laughs> She's not here today. She had uh, obligations to fulfill with other people that she don't love us anymore. Maybe. That's all right. Let Beyonce do her thing. It's all right. Kelly and Michelle will hold it down. <laughs> Kelly and Kelly and Kelly Price. <laughs> D was Kelly mad because... Kelly Price. <laughs> D was mad because I said he had to be Michelle because I called Kelly first. <laughs> no. I'm I can't Kelly wait. I'm going to make Kelly a meme Price. and you're going to be so upset and it's going to be so funny. I can't wait. <laughs> I cannot wait for this meme. And I better be Kelly Price in the meme. No, you're going to be Michelle. Michelle. No. <laughs> we'll figure something out. I don't want to be Michelle. We'll figure something out. Um, craziness. Craziness. No, seriously. So we've decided that we are remnant of <laughs> Destiny's Child and Brandy's our Beyonce. That's why we talk like that. Brandy's um, Beyonce. Uh-huh. CJ is uh, Kelly. I'm Kelly. Roll and on. I'm Kelly Price. I'm not going to be Michelle. I'll <laughs> be another sis. Kelly. It's going to be going to have to Why be Why can't Kelly. you be Michelle? We need a Michelle. I don't want to be Michelle. I want to be <laughs> Kelly Price. We're going to have, I wanted to call Kelly. We're going to call anybody. I was going to be Kelly. I mean, at least you're not fair. Since you called it, I'm Kelly Price. Okay. At oh, least Farrah? you're not fair. Yeah, at least I'm not fair. We have a fair. <laughs> no, we got one. We got one. That's who we're going to, that's the name we're going to refer to her so we can talk about her openly on the podcast. <laughs> if you're if you're wondering who Farah is, and if you're really interested, if you if you're really close to us, we might tell you. Just DM us. Or just slide us. in the DMs, and we'll slide let you into know the who DM. Farrah we'll tell is. you about it. Anywho, um, since Brandy is not here, we wanted to talk about. Oh, sorry, I just kicked my camera. Talk about a, a subject that me and Dee have been interested in for a while now, and we've talked about before we even started this podcasting. It's um, black men in Hollywood wearing dresses especially comedians mostly comedians yeah. actually um i know there's like different videos and articles that you can actually watch on youtube or look up online a lot of people talk about it there's also a counter side to it where a lot of people say that it's the same for um white comedians too but there's a different path that they take and it takes on a different meaning for the black society of comedians because the emasculating of black men has been happening for decades and decades and possibly centuries and stuff like that so you know it's a whole nother thing the premises of this is that uh, people feel like black comedians who become very famous always puts on a dress at some point in their career to like get to the next level. And a few people talk about this, um, <clears throat> even black comedians themselves who have refused to wear these dresses and we'll get into that in a minute. But uh, I have a list of people who I know for sure have worn dresses or skirts or participated in being feminized on TV or in movies and stuff. So we're just going to read it out loud. I know some of y'all can remember and yes, all of this was funny and I don't know, but as time went by and I started doing my research on things like this, especially in Hollywood, I feel like they did all this shit on purpose because I feel like the black comedians who were in dresses were in it for a very long time compared to their white counterparts. I don't know. You know, does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, for example, like yes, like Robin Williams did like Mrs. Doubtfire. Mrs. He's Doubtfire, done, you, you know, he may have done like Patrick one of the Swayze with 
Tu Wong Fu or Tu Wong Fu? Tu Wong Fu was was that Patrick Swayze? Yes, Patrick Swayze. Um, and then it was also Wesley Snipes. Wesley Snipes, and then it was um the other comedian. Uh, Joe Leguizamo. Latino gentleman. Yeah, Joe Leguizamo. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Like Mm -hmm. which. Yep. Chichi looked like he said he looked like his own sister. It was really creepy to him. I love that movie. <laughs> I still love that. That's one of my favorite movies. I still watch it to this day if it comes on TV or something, or I just go out of my way to watch it. I really do. <laughs> like I love it, <laughs> but only because like <clears throat> entertainment value. But it's like, is it worth the entertainment value knowing what you know about all of these things? Because people, people really did dress up and like spend a lot of time in it if they were black it wasn't like a one-time thing well interesting that you say that so you say like what knowing what we know so what is it exactly that we know so like okay so let's go let's start with the list of people who were in dresses that i know for sure right so Mm -hmm. uh the wayne brothers right they had their stints on snl and other things that they did um martin lawrence as shanene um that was an a, a recurring big mama's house later on big mama's house later on it was a recurring thing mm-hmm. eddie murphy has done it yeah. right it, in several different stuff jamie fox with wanda the ugliest woman of <laughs> around oh the world my gosh. remember yeah, wanda with the <laughs> wanda was looking crazy the <laughs> mouth and the fucking eyes that he would do <laughs> oh my god like how did he do all of that i don't know and then um Keenan Thompson is probably one of the newest ones that are on the younger generation side in SNL. He dresses up as a female quite often. Um, He actually does, doesn't he do Whoopi a lot? Huh? Alongside him on Nickelodeon, I remember back in the day, um, Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon? Oh yeah, Yeah. Nick Cannon did it too. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's so crazy. So like um, Tyler Perry, obviously. Like Medea, like recurring, right? And Chris Rock did Mm -hmm. it too, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and um so the other thing is oh will smith kind of um the most recent one is him like a couple of years ago right before he got on instagram he posted a saint patrick's day rap and he was in a skirt outfit and i know everybody is dismissing this as a kilt but if you look at the outfit it's a female outfit the blazer and everything it's not a male outfit i promise you if you go look online you can find it like, go look at it. It's not a boy outfit. It's a girl outfit, for sure. Like, I know, don't, don't come at us with the gender equality thing. That's not what we're discussing here today. So that's keep keep your PC emotions to yourself. I don't think anybody listening to the okay. triangle, I don't think anybody listening to the triangle has any PC emotions. I feel like we are way not safe for work. So if you yeah. are already making it to episode number 40, whatever this is, then you're good to go. <laughs> I probably don't have, I, this is just a disclaimer to people who are new to us who are like oh my god i can't believe they said that like this is how it is we don't censor shit we say all yeah we're not sorry everything we talk about is like whatever is on our mind we do not fucking care like we'll say whatever so just don't like listen to it out loud at work if you're starting us out don't do it (laughs) although shout out to dustino watching it on youtube at work she she loud and proud about it (laughs) Rebel. <laughs> shout out shout out Rebel. Um, but no so like 
that was crazy also um will smith's son i know i know the new generation whatever but it was pretty often though and there's been like weird conspiracy theories around that too like, i've heard that family. too yeah. yeah so now on the other side the three people i know for sure who refuse to wear dresses for comedic sake is cat williams dave Chappelle, mm-hmm. yep. and goffrey the comedian Right? Mm-hmm. You know anybody else? I can't think of anybody else right now. Those are the only three that I've ever heard of. And right. there may be more, but as there far as what more. I'm aware of, it's those three. Yeah. That yeah. are at least mainstream that I know of. Okay. So, like, crazy thing. So, while researching this um, up, I came across this show called Where'd It Go? Oh my God, where did it go? Oh, White Famous. It was on Showtime. Okay. Only one season. Um, I think produced part of the producing team was Jamie Foxx and the premises mm-hmm. of the show is that uh, I think Jay, Jay Farrow I think is that his name or whatever is a comedian trying to come up and make it and he's mm-hmm. in California he's playing little clubs you know doing his stand-up stuff and he come across a producer or whatever who's like, hey, I got a great part for you. If you want to do business with me, like we can get you a big part and skyrocket your fucking career. Requires you to play the grandma. He's a dude, obviously. And he's like, what? And then he was like, oh, just meet Jamie Foxx. So this show is based on Jamie Foxx's experience being the ugliest woman in the world, Wanda. So Jamie Foxx had a say in the storyline and what came to, which makes it even crazier for me because the whole thing about it is that Jamie Foxx recognizes the fact that people talk about black men, black comedian in dresses in society. They talk about it and he's saying that it's not a big deal. Just take the plunge. And while he's talking to the, the other guy, he's like putting on this cheerleader outfit and then sits down on the couch to, to discuss it. Like, he's like, are you, like, I did it. Look at where I am. Look at what I have. Like, this is how you need to run your life to skyrocket your career to be, quote unquote, white famous. To cross over to a bigger wow. audience. This is what you have to do is the premise of the fucking sitcom. Only one season. Now I'm fucking curious. Now I gotta watch it. I saw that it's on Hulu, so I'm gonna go fucking find it. It's only one season long, so I think I can do it in, like, one or two days, maybe, if I'm free. Mm-hmm. Anyway, like, so my thing is, so, Jamie Foxx recognizes that people realize that emasculating black comedians is a thing in Hollywood, and he made a show about it with other people. Like, does that not blow your mind? Because he understands what's happening. So are they putting it in plain sight on purpose? To me, that's what it feels like because he knows that it's a thing. Like, what? Like, that's not okay. So like- Is he- he making the show about it in order to make a, to bring awareness to what's happening or no because what is he actually like this is what you gotta do is he i think that's what known? he's saying is this is what you gotta do um because this oh this is the wrong article hold on one second let me pull it up because i was like this cannot be for real like these guys are seriously talking about this shit okay so let's see um, so it's based on, yeah, it's based on Jamie's, Jamie Foxx. He's the executive producer of the series. Like, mm. it was only one one season long on Showtime. But 
so basically so oh, here we go here's the synopsis so Sweet. talented young comic floyd mooney which is played by um like jay is on the rise in the industry which forces him to navigate the treacherous waters of maintaining his credibility while crossing over to becoming quote-unquote white famous his frustrated agent malcolm wants floyd to do whatever it takes to succeed as floyd's roommate ron remains the voice of reason so his roommate ron is the blackity black black friend that he has who's like what the fuck are you doing right um and he's like the one who has differing opinions so giving her opinion is all of this like what is this all of his ex-girlfriend and baby mama who's like what the fuck are you doing as well so the comedy is based on a personal experience of oscar winner jamie fox who serves as an executive producer on the show basically it's like what we just said basically they're saying that if you want to be successful in hollywood as a black comedian at some point you have to say yes to the dress like everyone and here's the thing that kills me is that the people who said no, other than, I don't know about Goffrey, but I know for sure Cat Williams and Dave Chappelle were made out to be crazy because yeah. they said no. Mm-hmm. I think Dave Chappelle went all the way the fuck to Africa, took time off. Yeah? Yeah. Because for, his, for. because the Chappelle show was doing great, right? It was beyond great. It was doing, it was amazing. It was doing oh my God. an amazing job. That just, oh my God, I just had an epiphany. Okay, so the way the Chappelle show was made and done has gotten stolen by Key and Peele. Let's be real. That's what he was talking about. You never heard him talk about that? No. So Key and Peele, though. Chappelle talks about that. Oh, shit. Yeah, I have to sit back and watch them do my show. He said, not only Key and Peele, I have to watch Amy Schumer do my shit, too. Right. So now, also, Key and Peele, oh, my God, Key and Peele also wears dresses in that show. They dress up Mm -hmm. as white girls a lot yeah mm-hmm. right? right i'm just saying i'm just saying it's watch repetitive. some of his new stuff that come out, that came out on youtube he actually i can't remember exactly which special it was but oh, he yeah. did make mention uh-oh you froze a little bit hold on i, I can watch them do my show every week wait wait, wait go back strange. go back 10 seconds because good? you froze for a minute <laughs> you're good now but you can you, you said they me? were on, yes you're on they were on youtube you said that's what yeah. Dave Chappelle was saying on YouTube. I guess I need to watch the Netflix special. No, because... no, 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 no. Netflix. 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 It was a okay. Netflix special that he had. And he was saying, I have to, you know, pretty much watch Key and Peele do my special. I mean, week. if you, it's literally the same thing, except for Dave Chappelle never put on a dress. And I think that was part of it. Because I remember him talking about how one of the things that happened was that some guy, whoever was in charge, came into his... Um, van or bus or whatever and had a dress ready for him to put on right and he yeah, was like was no his wardrobe yeah he was like i'm i'm not wearing that and after that his show basically got canned and all these crazy rumors started happening and then he had to fucking yeah. he went to africa <laughs> to reset bounce. his fucking self and was like fuck this shit let me let me go to africa for a minute and then Cat Williams, on the other hand, when he refused to wear dresses, he got told, he basically was made out to be crazy. Like, completely. Yeah, I insane. remember I was brand new working uh-huh. on the strip here in Las Vegas. No, the way you said this... that, though. <laughs> yeah, he said brand new. new. So working on the strip on Vegas sounds like Fresh. you were working the fucking corners. <laughs> 
working. Sorry. I was making that motherfucking money, busted it open like to I clarify, was clarify, he to. means he works at the hotels. I was brand Vegas. new in the industry. Oh, brand new as the industry worker in the Las Vegas Strip. That still sounds and like... It was, yeah, it sounds bad. <laughs> but, I mean, Vegas is just bad in general. So I know, I'm I know. I chop I know. it up. You know, <laughs> it's still bad. But, I know. <laughs> it really is. It really is. But no, so, no, um, I get it. Go ahead, go ahead. So I want to say it was around 09. And uh-huh. um, they used to have this comedy show every year. And it was like mm-hmm. hosted at Caesars Palace. That's the property that I used to work at. I, used right. to, I started my career at Caesars Palace. And um, there was this black comedy show every year that they uh-huh. would um, record in the Coliseum. And uh-huh. Cat Williams that year was supposed to be on. It was either that year, the year before or after. I can't remember, but it was in that ballpark of 2009. Right. And he didn't make it to the show. Hmm. everybody was like where the fuck is cat williams at they found they said that they found cat williams in the, his suite high as fuck butt naked with a towel wrapped around his whole face and just sitting on the floor oh my god that's what everybody was saying if that happened i don't know right this is what everybody was saying i don't know if he was actually high and did that if he was drugged right he just happened to do that based off of what he was given or if this is just the rumor that they made to tarnish his image i don't know but that's what the buzz was around the hotel and the entire strip. And I was like, that's pretty fucked up. And it was around the time that all of his career was taken off. Right. And he, yeah, because he was, like, was doing Kat? special after special, yeah, and touring. Yeah. That Especially shit was funny that as fuck. I do, I do yeah. remember watching him at an interview on something, and it might have been the Breakfast Club or something, or he might have done it on different occasions, but he was like, I learned not to fuck with them. He wouldn't say who them was, but I mean, you and I know, and I'm not going to repeat it mm-hmm. either because I right. know not to fuck with them either. Um, they, he was like, you know, I learned my lesson and like, I'm not going to do what they want me to do, but I'm also not going to try to expose them either is what he was saying basically. Because apparently like when he made comments or jokes or whatever about exposing them, is when all of that shit went down. Like, all his mm-hmm. career went down the toilet. Because like, he had some crazy shit. There was, like, a video of him, like, supposedly, allegedly hitting some kid who was taunting him or some shit. Remember that? Oh, he got remember? beat up by the kid playing soccer. Right. Or some <laughs> shit. And then they were saying that he, like, hit him back or some shit, and he went to jail. Yeah. I don't even know if all of that is true. For doing something well, like then, that, then he then sure... They tarnished him even more, saying that the kid beat him up, and he lost the fight to, like, a 15-year-old kid. <laughs> It was just, was like, what the fuck? We shouldn't be laughing, but it was the craziest headline back at the time. And I just make it any less funny. I I'm (laughs) just prone to think, man, why would he like expose himself like that on purpose when there's things going on? You know what I'm saying? Like that doesn't make sense to me. And like you know, Dave Dave Chappelle. One of my favorite interviews that Dave did was when he was talking about Martin Lawrence getting arrested in the middle of the fucking four-way crosswalk in the street where he had a gun on him in that fucking ugly-ass leather outfit. Remember that shit? Yeah. (laughs) But do you remember what Dave said that Martin was screaming that they was out to get him, that they was coming for him, and people just wrote him off as crazy? Huh? Mm -hmm. And then Dave said... They're trying to kill me? Yeah. And Dave they're said, me, they're trying to take me away. And Dave said, um, the worst thing you can do is write somebody off as just crazy because you don't understand who they are or where they're coming from, basically. I mean, I'm paraphrasing, but I was like, mm-hmm. man, I just gave myself goosebumps saying that shit. But like, 
it's so true like what made fucking martin lawrence because he was like he is one of the strongest men i've ever met mentally what made mm-hmm. him grab a gun run out into the middle of the street yelling and screaming making sure somebody can see him right because i think if he was running from somebody he did that shit on purpose because then the media would have cameras on him whoever was trying to kill them him wouldn't be able to do it in front of cameras at the time mm-hmm. right like right. he was smart enough i feel like he was smart enough to go into the public eye to say all of this. You want to be things. noticed, young your black ass with a gun. Black in your ass with a gun. I will go your to jail like, before uh, you take my ass. Why hey, do you have a D, why do you have a fucking gun? You won't catch no attention. I said you gun, but he's ha- he has a toy gun, guys. Be calm. Is, I'm yeah, sorry. It's, it's orange. It's, it's orange. white and orange. It's a toy it's gun. Orange. He has nephews yeah. in his house, but like. Yeah. But why do you have a, it's a girl, you in the garage. Why do you a, have that toy I'm in the garage and it was just sitting right here. Oh my God. Kids Always here. with the props. I don't know why you have props that are accurate for the fucking episode that we're fucking recording every fucking yeah. time. Anyway, um, but you know, like the whole Martin Lawrence thing was weird. Dave Chappelle is right. Like why would somebody who has the tenacity to get through what he went through, through his career and do all the things that he did lose his mind like that maybe it was too much maybe i still think that he did it in the public eye on purpose so nobody could take him i really mm-hmm. do you know what i'm saying like yeah. it's it's a lot like i can't even wait till we get to the music industry part and like That's like by yeah about, we're doing that probably with mariah carey though we, we talked about that with mariah carey when her taking her clothes off and whatever right. stage she was on yeah and, and acting so, out the way she was we're about to do that next month. That's a whole ass episode. We can't even get into it because I'll I'll be out here talking for like three hours. We can't do that. People would get bored. <laughs> they was tired of us when we were doing three hour conversations. We can't do that. We're keeping it under an hour now, at least, or around that. Under an hour. But but like so for me, like when they talk about like, you know, the need to be in a dress, it's the whole emasculating part. It goes back to our ancestors, right? like slavery and all of that when they like took the strongest black male out of that whole community of slaves enslaved people and like the the fucking owner used to rape them the strongest one to show out and say hey i if i can take his shit i'm gonna take your shit i'm gonna take your shit i'm gonna take your shit i'm in fucking charge here you know what i'm saying like they they did that shit on purpose. That's some crazy. Ain't that some crazy shit? I think it was called like buck breaking or some fucking shit like that. I can't remember the buck exact. Buck breaking. Name. That's exactly what it was called. Right. That's what it was Which called. Which is right? why I have such. So you remember I told you like I get a lot of uh, propositions. Yes. You know, from couples, especially you know. Caucasian ones. ones. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can say yeah. this is the triangle. That, we can say whatever the fuck me, we want. It, yeah, I'm getting a little creeped out because it just in my mind that was the first thing that pops in my head. It's mm. a little creepy. Why the fuck you trying to take me down so damn bad? Well, you know okay, I mean? like it's along that weird. line, this is like to the side. Of course, we like what what did Brandy say? Push pin that real quick. So there's <laughs> even like porn departments when you go to porn sites where there's like this racial situation. I'm not talking like just racial mixture people having sex i'm talking like you can look up porn where like the white woman is like you nigger blah 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 you're gonna fuck beat like what <laughs> i was like what crazy. the fuck is this 
It wasn't just like racial lovemaking, dude. It was like racial, like racial tension stuff, like hardcore. And there's like reversals of roles and shit like that. And I was just like, wow, people I get mean, off on if that. There's shit. gonna be some beef. I'd rather see the beef go down that way. You, know, <laughs> you sort that shit out in the bedroom and come out better people. Nigga, no. <laughs> Are you telling me that you would be you okay? Shut that shit down the sheet. Shut the no. fuck up when you step out that bedroom. Nigga, no, so, I nigga. would not be okay. Yeah, that's what I'm okay saying. With that, but I'm just saying, if you're gonna be a racist, oh my I god, think that's the best place. But to isn't do it. that the problem though? Is that some of these like fucking closeted or openly racist people really do have a thing about doing that? That's all I'm saying. For there yeah, to be porn so. available, because it's a fantasy, right? It's supposed to be a safe place. You can play out your racist fantasy however you'd like. I mean, you know what I'm saying? But <laughs> these faces the best. Folks just saying. You know, just saying. Like, if that's your fucking shit, that's your shit. But, I mean, let's, let's not sugarcoat it, because that means that there are people out there who are, like, cool with it. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's so I weird. Mean, push pinning on that again. Um, <laughs> I had a conversation with a friend of mine. I've known uh -huh. this person for quite a while, uh -huh. over a decade. She <clears throat> she has family that comes from North Carolina. Now, she's white. Her, all her family in North Carolina is white. She has this one particular uncle mm -hmm. that is known for just being a bigot, a racist. You know what oh, I mean? okay. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> she oh, God. tells me that her another family member of hers that happens to be gay who has to be closeted around just those family members because they don't accept them either oh. you know homosexuals mm -hmm. so he has to stay closeted he was like oh yeah we're going to a strip club this is what he's telling his other family member oh we're taking you out so he's like what okay so he goes to the strip club with his family member his older family member mm -hmm. and he's already feeling awkward because he's like his uncle's pay paying for lap dances for him He's mm -hmm. like, I'm not attracted to these women, but I'm just going to play along and have fun. Well, yeah. Mm -hmm. Or whatever. And he said to his surprise, his family member mm -hmm. that is known for being a bigot mm -hmm. was all he wanted was the black women, which was See? crazy. He, only, he was only attracted. He did not he did not bat an eye at any of the white strippers. But he that's, only wanted but the, he that's was like, what I mean. So surprised at how he was drooling over these black women. But here's like, the thing, though. Drooling. This is the part me and Brandy talk about where we say that whole like label for exoticness is like yeah. fucked up because Crazy. of fantasizing over that part of us. Not because we're a good woman. It's because we are brown or black. You know what I'm saying? Has nothing yeah. to do with us being who we are. They are fantasizing at the fact that they have a black girl in front of them or a brown girl in front of them or an Asian girl in front of them. That's what it is. And that's the part that is kill. It kills me whenever, when I was like single and doing my thing and when people would be like, oh, you're so exotic. Like, no nigga, get the fuck out of my face. Like, that is not what I want to hear. Because to me, when I hear, oh, you're so exotic, you went past, oh, you're intelligent. Oh, you have so much to offer. Like, you are literally just looking at the surface of what's happening on, on me. 
instead of inside of me and i can't i cannot handle that and i think that's what <laughs> inside of you oh my right. god i told you i told you when i was in san antonio i may have mentioned this in another episode i told you in san antonio when this stupid ass dude came up to me and he was like oh you look so exotic and i was like oh my god not again and then he was like what you mix with blah 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 and i was like listen like i'm not interested and then I guess he figured out that I was like Asian and black and whatever. He was like, oh, like he was trying to be funny, I guess. And he was like, oh, is your pussy like sideways and spicy? Because I was like, I'm Cajun and Asian. Nigga, sideways and spicy? Like, come on. Really? This is about to be your motherfucking face. Man, <laughs> so the your face is going to be sideways and spicy. Sideways and spicy. I mean, like, but that's what I mean, though. Crazy. Like, you know, or like, I get a lot of um, different um, people who used to come up to me. Like, we're, I wear my hair a lot more natural now because I like I love my mm-hmm. curls and stuff. But once in a while, I get an inkling to like straighten my hair, right? And then I look mm-hmm. super Asian as fuck, right? Because <laughs> my <laughs> facial features change with my hair. Um, and when that happens, that's a whole nother category of people coming after. Like seriously, it's like ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I had one guy put his hand through my hair and just like stroke my fucking hair without asking permission That's or so anything. <laughs> when I tell you who it is later, you're going to be like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, uh, excuse me. Like I knew him, but I don't know you like that. You still can't touch my motherfucking hair, white boy. Like I cannot, I cannot tell you enough how offensive that shit is to anybody not just women of color, just anybody, but especially women and men of color. You know what I'm saying? Like, what? Like, why are you so comfortable doing this shit? You're comfortable because you think that we're below you. Because you would never go up to a fucking white girl and try to stroke her fucking hair without getting permission. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. That shit is crazy. I mean, I'm just saying. So, you know, like, (sighs) nigga. (laughs) I feel like a break coming on. I feel like I need some error. So we go take a quick commercial break. Cause I just went break. And we'll be right back with the rest of this right. shit. All right. Back. And we're back. Yay. So I forgot one person. I just remembered looking through all my images online. Um, We forgot Kevin Hart. He also did a lady dress thing. So what were you gonna say, D? Before so I was like, save it. Someone had say that. Don't say it yet. No, but what he had said mm-hmm. in one interview, someone asked him about the whole dress situation. He was mm-hmm. like, uh, "You will not be seeing me in any dress." He said that. Soon. He's totally in he a dress. He said that. He said that, and I swear, like, not even a few months later, this nigga was in a whole dress. Yeah. So I don't know if someone saw that interview. Was like, "Oh, I don't know who the fuck this nigga think he oh, is." Oh, of course they did. Uh, of course they did. This motherfucking dress. Like, but after that interview, I remember thinking after that interview is when his fucking face skyrocketed on everything. He was in all the fucking movies with Dwayne Johnson, right? Oh, yeah. He was in every fucking movie with him. Mm -hmm. They were working on multiple shit. Uh, We have an Oki friend that was like working with them too, that was doing that shit. And I was like, Mm -hmm. this is crazy. This is crazy. Like, so all of a sudden, like, it's the same thing with the Will. I know people might, like, negate the Will Smith thing, but 
right before he went Instagram happy, Will Smith did that St. Patrick's Day rap thing in a skirt or whatever. And I was just like, what? What is he doing? He wasn't on social media at all, basically. And then all of a sudden he's back. And then all of a sudden, now that he's back, he was doing like the genie Aladdin. He was doing all these other shows. His wife got the table, the red table talk, right? That show. Mm -hmm. Like all of a sudden, everybody's, everybody in his family is just like on everything. Like, so I don't know if it's like a rite of passage situation to be in a dress, to be emasculated like that. Because what I was trying to say is I know I realize that white comedians do the same thing, but it's not consistently going on. Like there was no Mrs. Doubtfire too, you know, although he did Birdcage, I will give him that, um, fucking Robin Williams. Right. But also like, did, I cannot remember too many people that had to continually do stuff like Jamie Foxx did or the Wayne brothers did because the Wayne brothers did it in, on, uh, what is it? In living color. Right. And then they did white girls and it was just, like consistently happening to them like i yeah um i don't know i don't know yeah it's like what's it for like you were saying is it a rite of passage is it to make sure that you know your place i feel like that's what in it the is. hollywood society i don't know what it is in hollywood that's hollywood society is its own thing that it shit is. is fucking weird by the way it's side note did you know we haven't done that in a while. Did you know that Hollywood is named after the holly tree? And in Druid and ancient times and pagan times, they would make magical sticks and magical wands and shit like that out of holly tree wood. And that's why they call it Hollywood magic. <laughs> that's what it's named after. That's why, I'm, that's why I feel like a lot of movies, shows and stuff, it's like shit in plain sight. Like shit in plain mm. sight. It's uh, just, uh, what is that fucking movie that Will Smith did? Um, is it Bright? Is it called Bright? Do you know what I'm talking yeah, sure. about? I think it was a Netflix Mm-mm. only, maybe. Let me look it up. It's where society lives with um, other species, like fairy species, like fairies, ogres, and shit like that. It is Bright. Mm-hmm. It's called Bright. Will Smith was in it. Um, who else is in there? Um joel egerton he played the like the ogre looking guy basically the ogre looking guy represented black people in the movie i mean it was so fucking obvious it was like stupid but i i'm about to rewatch it because i feel like they put a lot more shit in because it, in the premises of that movie is like the society between humans and other species they're saying that they can't live together and there's a hollywood tree involved in this fucking movie and magic and all this other yeah and it's just such a weird movie that i felt like but that will smith would be in but then because that's from 2017 but then all of a sudden he's doing like aladdin and like it's continuous for me like he's been picking up movie roles and then he did that fucking uh gemini man right with the cloning Mm -hmm. cloned himself like the government cloned himself he has yeah. not been in roles like that until 2017-ish when he started going into social media again. So to me, I know, I know if you're listening, you're like, CJ's going on a ramble, fucking rant again about her conspiracy theories. But hear me out. Like, isn't it weird that he didn't really do shit like that? I mean, yeah, Independence Day. I get it. But I'm talking like going down the road of like magic oriented stuff like that because that's a little bit more 
I don't know, feasible for me. And I don't mean magic, like M-A-G-I-C. I mean, like M-A-G-I-K. There is a difference. With a motherfucking K. Hey, it's a, a difference. It's a difference. I'm not going to explain it. Go look it up. It's a long conversation. That's a whole nother hour. We're not doing it. Uh, yeah. We're really not doing it. But, like, I, I feel like that maybe maybe there's something to it so i'm gonna have to go rewatch all of the all of the things all the things isn't that weird like yeah it's really weird it's yeah very 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 strange. you know what the other thing is like the whole emasculating like black men and what they used to do with the enslaved people you know by you know breaking the buck or whatever they also you know people use words like motherfucker do you know why they call they say the word motherfucker do you know where that came from? Where does that come from? Oh. Explain to me the origin of motherfuckers. I <laughs> would love you know? to know. The origin. Every other word out of my mouth is motherfucker. So I, I know. know so the from. origin of the word motherfucker, from what I understand, is when they had enslaved people and they wanted more babies, they would take, you know, the strong women and strong men to try to make more babies. And sometimes that would be your own mother. So they would put a bag over your mom's head and her son would fuck her to make babies. Yep, I said it. And that's where the word motherfucker comes from. Look at these face. Look at these face. He's like, fuck. Now that I know, I don't know if I can use it as often. <laughs> that's where I'm it goes from. Serious. Yes, I'm fucking serious. I am fucking serious. That's where it comes from. I have made it a point to try to lessen that word out of my mouth after I found out because I was like, I don't feel right saying it anymore. It's not the same as the N-word. It's not the same as saying nigger. It's not the same situation. To me, that is like... CJ, are you sure? I am so... Do you want me to look it up? That should just fuck my mind up right now. (laughs) That should just fuck me all the way If I'm wrong, then the article I read was like crazy, but I am positive on what I read. This is a few years ago that I read this, but I know that I've seen it. Look it up for yourself. We tell our people too. You should look it up too. I will check. He's pulling his phone up right immediately now. No, I'm gonna... No, I just put it down. Because oh, okay. I have the urge to stop the show and oh, check. be like, hold saying, on, guys. Let me this look this shit up because CJ's fucking yeah. me up. But if that's, I mean, you know, it's if it was not a correct article, let me know. But as far as I understand, that is the origin for, of motherfuckers because they had enslaved people fucking their own moms to make more babies and shit like that. And, that they, and then mean, the worst ones... Past anybody back then because the shit that they used to do, the debauchery that took place back then. I right. Mean, Right. I mean, I, I wouldn't put it past them, just like you said. Like, they did everything and anything. If the slave owners were okay enough to ha- to actually rape other men, even though they are not gay, just to break the buck, just I am. Just to break the buck. Then I don't see anything that they wouldn't do, in, including the motherfucker situation. Like, I'm, I would not be surprised if that is genuine shit. As a matter of fact, I'm going to look it up. And if I do find it, I'm going to post it on Instagram so people can read about Black history. Just because it ain't February don't mean Black history ends. We still going to post shit about it. And black history in this country is American history. Yes, so but do be history. aware that during May and on, I'll be mixing up Asian history too because I'm Asian. Asian. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, so seriously, like to me, whenever they do things like put men that are straight in dresses and again 
not talking about people who are transgender. We're not talking we're about. Not talking about people we're not talking about who are cross dressers. We're not. I don't care. Yeah. Y'all do whatever you want. That's not. not I'm an LGBTQ plus ally. That's not what we're talking about right now. I'm talking about the the whole emasculating men thing in Hollywood and other parts of like different sectors around the fucking globe because it's not just the U.S. thing. It's all over the place. So it's not just it's not just the U.S. I don't think so. I've seen I've seen other shit like even in other countries. Like you know, it's the same thing we were talking about. Meghan Markle being called you know five clicks above uh, trailer trash. Like, what are they trying to say? This is 2020. What you talking about? Meghan Markle is a, a fucking celebrity in the U.S. And and they know that. The fucking woman who said it, Victoria Mathers, knows that. She was an editor for Vanity Fair, travel editor for Vanity Fair till 2018. That's only two years ago. It ain't like she don't know where Meghan Markle came from. Like, <laughs> Vanity Fair London, by the way, not the U.S. version. But still. Like, you knew who she was. It ain't news that she was dating Prince Harry. Like, it ain't news to anybody a year ago. We already knew it. That's why they got married already. That's why they have a child already. In 2018, they was together. It's not news. <laughs> like, it's just, I, I just think it's, it's riveting to know how crazy things are and mm-hmm. to be a person of color still in 2020. In 2020, we still out here having the same conversations that we had. We talked about this men in dress thing, what, 10 years ago, D? 10 years ago, yeah. 10 years ago, at least. Oh, Richard Pryor had fucking dresses on. You know how long ago that shit took place. Right. Oh, yeah, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, so like. This shit is not new at all. And we've added to the list of the comedians that we've talked about. And every single one of those comedians that we've added to that list basically has a skyrocketed path to fame now that we talk i mean godfrey is godfrey is another thing i i can't find anything scandalous on him and i don't know if it's because it's is he's rather new to the scene considering everybody else he's not new new not necessarily new to the scene i just think that he's, but he's so been outspoken recently separated from the bullshit maybe of mainstream media and mainstream hollywood that but, it necessarily didn't affect him. Okay, he decided not to do it. Maybe, maybe if he did do it, he would have been, you know, shot to the forefront. But since he didn't, it's like, okay, well, he's so far separated away from us to where he's not necessarily a Hollywood threat. But at the same time, he can still maintain his I don't know. He's been popping up on my... Comedy. He's been popping up on all my social media accounts. Not because I look him up, but because I follow, you know, pro people of color content uh, obviously my album so popping up in a positive way or in a positive in way where he's talking about black women positively mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so but is that his doing and it's not being promoted by necessarily a network no a he's usually being interviewed by somebody else social media yeah so oh, so that means that he is slowly becoming somebody who's coming to the forefront to me because i've seen a lot more of his shit online recently like I, I, then I would look at this as a whole resurgence because it was there was one point where I thought mm-hmm. he was about to be the next big thing and then all of a sudden he kind of right so I don't know which way it's gonna swing yet you know what I'm saying that's like somebody I want to watch and see what happens yeah like it, it's a little insane like either he's gonna go the Dave Chappelle and Cat Williams route or he's gonna go everybody else that we mentioned you know what I mean yeah and if you do go the Dave Chappelle route, you're going to have to find yourself a Netflix special because none of the other people will take you. 
Like, you're going to have to do it Because I remember, like, way own. back in the day, he was the make seven up yours. That's what it was. Make seven up yours. Oh. You remember that? Yeah, I do. The whole That's campaign. Crazy. That was That was him? Plus, was that him? Maybe 15. That was him. Oh, shit. That's Had to crazy. be him. Let me see. I, maybe. Make seven up yours. <laughs> that had to be him but like I, mm, I don't know like I hope that if you're listening you go do your own research into this because I know there's going to be some counterparts and I, I, I think that's healthy that other people have other opinions about this because it's, it's true there are white counterparts that do similar things that may have a couple of repetitive um, roles that are in female clothing but the thing is that the significance is different the historical weight is different when it comes to black men that's the part we're speaking on you know what i'm saying like yeah. that's the difference was that him the seven up guy that was him and the campaign oh, was from 2003 oh Ooh. and that's when he was like coming out that's when i was like okay he's about to be the next big thing he went away for a, for a while time, we didn't hear from him. so i'm thinking now the resurgence is just based off of his following him mm-hmm. being consistent with his comedy and social media now. Mm. That's how I look at him. Like he's, you know, he's coming back just on his own accord. He doesn't need, like he was with the whole campaign with Seven Up, so he doesn't need Seven Up. He doesn't need any other major company. Right. Now he's coming back just on his own. Oh, now he's I want to see if any of his interviews or any of his stuff says sponsored at the top. Now I'm going to pay close attention mm, to check. see if he if he paid for it or if somebody who was interviewing it paid for it for it to pop up on my thing. Because I, I thought it was generic. It, it might not be. If it's not generic, then fucking who knows what's happening. That is so crazy. Hollywood is such a crazy place. I would never such go. Such a crazy place. Never, never want to do that. Like people talking about, you know, how people always say you got to sell your soul to be famous. Like, I feel like it's real. And I'm not talking like literally like pull your soul out of your body and sell it. Like I'm talking like you have to do some dirty shit. Like some of these parties, oh my God, we should talk about those fucking Hollywood parties one day because some of these parties that people have to go to and they have left, seen some shit. They're talking about these rappers. The only way to like make money if you're like a up and coming rapper is to do something. There's another situation at the, in the rap community where they emasculate men into a similar situation, but I feel like it's worse because there's more acts involved in the music industry yeah. than just dressing apart. Yeah, you gotta just get, saying. Down with the, get down one time for the one time. You Not know what one I'm time for the one time. One time for the one time. And you like that bottle like that. Oh my God. Stop blah, with the like fucking bottle. Shit. You know what I'm saying? Like if that's your deal, if that's what you like, that's what you like. That's if one thing, but like, I'm, we're talking about people being people being forced into that situation oh my god our sex episode is going down in history we mention it at least once every other week like once every yeah if you're interested (laughs) our sex talk sex talk episode is episode three get your bottle away from the screen d it was really good it's really long you might have to take a couple of parts to listen to it but it was really good it's our most viewed episode ever on youtube and most listened to on um the podcast everybody loves talking about sex and it got a little crazy not gonna lie uh, we got a lot crazy check it out oh my god but so so too like not to go too long but like i feel like maybe i need to like keep tabs on all these people that we talked about not just Goffrey like because that dave chappelle's doing something with like eddie murphy and uh a couple of chris rock and somebody else 
I can't remember. There was one really? more person. I didn't hear anything about that. Yeah, so, you know, because they're comparing them to the new Kings of Comedy and shit like that. Oh, okay. They're doing something. And I'd prefer them over the other ones. Honestly, that's just more of my, I guess because they're really? more closer in age to me. And maybe oh, I'm yeah. Just I don't know. I mean. Previous Kings of Comedy, I feel like I was too young. Oh, maybe for you. I don't know. About. I was down with all of them. Like, everyone. That was, like, my best shit ever. And I don't know. Maybe something would change. I would like to see what it's like for the, like, the Latin com- comedy situation. Because, you know, we mentioned uh, John Leguizamo earlier. Yeah. I can't, re- I can't recall anybody else, like, knowledgeably to say they were in dresses, too. Because I've watched Latin Kings of Comedy, too. And I don't remember any of them doing anything in that nature, mm-hmm. probably. So I don't know if it's, like, a Black thing that we're, like you know, annoyed by or something, but... Recently, I can't recall any, and if I'm wrong, please correct me, but recently I haven't really been following myself any, like, Latin comedians. Um, yeah. No, yeah. no. It'll be interesting to see what they got coming out. You know, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how it goes. We'll see. We'll, we'll see how it goes, but, like, I, I just hope that people pay attention to all of this and pay attention to the things that you're watching and letting your kids watch. Like, I know people are like, Oh, you should be open to everything. I am open to everything, but also like understanding that there's like undertones in like comedy sketches and movies and shows that you watch. I mean, the fact that I didn't even know about that uh, white famous show on Showtime that Jamie Foxx produced. Right that is literally about what we're talking about. Like he produced a show based on this fucking topic that we're talking about a whole ass season of it, telling people that in, in order to be successful, you have to put on a dress, just do it. All the the other people, there's people out there that will just say, deny, deny, deny speaks volume. Right. They will deny that shit. They'd be like, Oh, you're fucking crazy. And try to convince you that you're crazy. Like, no, it's not you have a fucking comedian that made an entire series yeah letting you know that this shit is it real. wasn't a movie it was a whole ass season of the sitcom that they season, made an entire season of a sitcom about this specific topic how real it is and then not to mention the individual that produced the show mm-hmm. went through it himself so it's like come on based on his fucking story and so that's another thing right when people do things like that i always wonder if they're doing it to help along the agenda only or just to like make themselves feel better or if it's like a combination of both because um because jamie fox is still single to this day technically he's a bachelor right and i don't know if he is ever going to get married because i remember seeing him in an interview like he was like i'm just going to be the best bachelor oldest bachelor ever or whatever but i'm like is it because you're still having to do shit behind the scene because you're still in the limelight what's going on it's been a minute. Yeah, you're good. But man, you do some weird shit. Like two, 2017 was that wasn't that long ago when you made this nope. fucking sitcom. And why would you have the need to make that? Was there so much chatter around this topic that you felt like or people around him felt like somebody needs to take control and make it okay for other people to do this? Like what's the story behind that? It can't be just because he was like, oh, it's fine to do. Like, there had to be, I would have never ta- thought, like, when we talked about this stuff 10 years ago, that somebody would make a fucking sitcom about it. 
an entire you know what I'm saying? series about into a series show. because to us a like pe- people would say that was a conspiracy theory but well you took a fucking conspiracy theory and make made a show out of it on showtime you can watch it on hulu like huh it was three years ago. That's not very long ago. That means the chatter oh. never stopped about this conversation. So that means that in Black communities, people know what's up and they wanted to shut that shit down, right? That's how yes. I feel. I feel like they were trying to do that to shut that shit down. But he also comes, like Jamie Foxx comes from a long line of entertainers also. His dad was an entertainer, right? So does that mean that he grew up in all of that and that's why he's like the chosen one to do all of this? showcasing they could have picked anybody else they could have used tyler perry they could have you know like so like did tyler perry do all of this to get all the fame to make his studio just to have bad wigs i don't know (laughs) sorry you got all this fucking money i know you know somebody in the industry the things in atlanta the hair capital of the fucking world oh is it in atlanta the studio is in georgia even if it's not in Atlanta, it's in Georgia. You in- it's so much, it's more weave than people in Georgia. Shut the fuck up. More wigs than people in Georgia. There's somebody who can hook that shit up. You cannot be in the South and have a hot My mom like is that. in Georgia. She could do your fucking Listen, hair. Tyler. I'm going to call my mom. Mr. Perry, please hit up Miss K. I'm going to she- slide my mom's information in your DMs. I'm just saying. <laughs> just saying. Get you a lookbook together and send it to somebody. I'm just saying. But you know what I mean? Like, I feel like Jamie Foxx got chosen because of all of his things that he's done in the past too because he's never really left the light you know what i mean he's always been yeah, in more than never. anybody else because he went from being in what is it in living color right yeah he was in living color, in living he, had color. His own show. he had his own show he started yeah. doing music he was doing features yeah. with people he did movies he did other sitcoms mm-hmm. like you know cameos everywhere it's never ending for him like he's He's in everything. Like, yeah. I'm, it's a little weird to me. It's a little weird. To, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I hope you guys are listening to this and like leave us comments because I am really curious to see what everybody thinks about this shit. Because I, I yeah, know. Let us know where your head is at with this. Because I know there's some of y'all out there who agree with this shit and have realized that something's fucking up. Something like, right. Something is not right. <laughs> I'm just saying and that you know and that makes me think about like when we were younger and you know on our dance team and wanting to be all famous famous and shit like and I I I know now that it would never work because I would never sell my soul to do any of that there's no way if I accidentally get famous it's accidental like something we do goes viral on TikTok later or some shit you know what I mean like I would never and I would think I would have accidentally got famous back then because I'd probably been um Gatorade bottle deep in somebody's ass and you're like, oh shit. Contracts, what? I'm famous. Oh my gosh. Blah, blah. Stop. I'll do it again. When do you need me over here tomorrow? Gotcha. <laughs> I was gonna do that shit anyway. I don't have just, to sell anything. No, not not sell anything. I'm just saying like it's it just so weird. Anyway. Gatorade bottles were getting shoved up somebody's ass. Somebody's ass. You know, but it's very similar in all all of the industries like Hollywood across the globe. I hope you guys know that. It's similar in Japan. It's similar in Korea. It's very similar. (laughs) I can't stand you. (laughs) I can't stand you with your goddamn Gatorade bottle shit. 
fucking how does that even fit in somebody's ass that's what i don't know if you're questioning <laughs> our conversation you really have to listen to episode three i'm watch sorry episode. <laughs> episode three you're just i know i keep saying it but you're just gonna have to watch it because that's the only way you would understand what's happening um you believe that should happen for free huh you what? believe that should happen for free that for, that's, hey, that's why i say if you're gonna hook you do your thing hookers like if you're gonna do it do it for money shit you should have took some money out of his wallet that's all i'm saying put you through that kind of trauma fucking you know what i mean but then that would be like the hollywood situation where they give you in exchange for that look i'm, I'm just trying to sell myself i'm like what what the fuck what for free for free. what kind of shit is that you're gonna pay me motherfucker oh that's why God. i'm not famous hollywood doesn't want me i'm damaged goods already like nah, get the oh, fuck out of here. no get the fuck out of here they want sweet innocence and i have been that way since i was three you know what's interesting to me <laughs> not not three what's interesting to me with that said is that that might be pretty true even if you're like a rapper that's like real famous because you know a lot of kids don't realize a lot of these rappers that are like playing the part i want to say mm-hmm. are like yeah. well educated you know what yeah. i mean very true they're not putting those fucking lyrics together just because they listen to other rappers no the flow maybe because they're very highly intelligent people these aren't these niggas is writing haikus and shit inside of their rap (laughs) okay yeah yeah these are very highly sophisticated educated people i'm not saying everybody who's a rapper or everybody who is intelligent has to necessarily be um educated in post-secondary education but the majority yeah. of these people are. Or they've and gone and dropped out. Itself. I mean, Jay-Z went and dropped out. You know what I'm saying? And I think mm-hmm. Lil Wayne has like a bachelor's degree in psychology or some shit. No, um, Kanye went and dropped out. Like, right. There's a lot of, there are a lot of college-educated people, people in the rap game. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with not being educated in, by college. It's just mm-hmm. that, you know, mm-hmm. don't, that, don't let these people fool you into thinking that they don't know nothing just because their lyrics say so. They know what they do, and there's a reason why they're successful businessmen and women. They didn't just come up out of nowhere. You know who's yeah. been missing in action? Fucking uh, six nine. Is that his name? Takeshi six nine. Takashi six nine. He's in fucking prison. What are you talking I know, about? but what I'm saying is, there's nothing about him <laughs> in the news. You know how oh. when people go to like prison, they still talk about like what's happening to him and stuff. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like nothing, even when like DMX went to jail, like they did fucking whole ass interviews. Every week with they him. were talking about, yeah, yeah. You, you know what I mean? Like, how mm-hmm. come there's nothing? I did hear something about how his a lot of his affiliation mm-hmm. with the whole New York shit is a lot of other people are getting caught up too. Oh, so they're keeping it hush hush yeah. because there's too many people mm-hmm. involved. I think they're doing. Uh, well, that's because he snitched. He was I like, think oh. that, I think that's what it is. And I think um, I even heard Cardi B's name come up because you know she was talking a lot of shit in her raps too. So you know, I think I'm not Car- Cardi's husband just had to. Cardi's husband just had to uh, go to court or some shit because he um, didn't register as a sex offender or some shit. Did you see oh, that? Shit, he's a sex offender. Yeah, but he had just moved to some part in Cali and he had not done it, so they tried to find him or arrest him or some shit like that. But what yeah, the fuck he's a. What did he do? 
I don't know. I didn't even want to read it. I said, Nick, you just married a fucking sex offender? Like, I don't know what the deal was. I don't know if it was like the regular Hollywood shit that they always do where it's underage girls at the parties and shit like that. You know what mm. I mean? Like, it's bad. I'm not just saying like it nonchalantly. And right. did she know? Probably. I mean, how is it that you wouldn't know about that shit? Because he was already registered in another city. And he, he had moved. And the only reason he had to, like, this came about is because when he moved, he, he didn't go and do it within the 30 days given. And that's why it's on the news. Because that yeah, means that he had been registered and nobody knew about it because he had already registered and it was, like, a private thing, right? That's so crazy. That's so crazy. And, like, Hollywood, I had, mm, Hollywood is a crazy place. I don't know how to feel about that. There's so much going on. These parties, these fucking like ugh, ugh, and ugh. i've never been to a hollywood party part like a house party i've been to a festivity in hollywood what is a festivity what, is, what do you mean like like what? there was a event like uh-huh. i've been to events uh-huh. at certain uh-huh. places when i was younger were they fucking spirit cooking or something <laughs> okay so when you break it down i went to one where i think they were oh no there were oh my like God. human platters of sushi <gasps> at one. On, on people? Yeah. Ew, no. Of one. I didn't have any because it was like in a special VIP area and I was mm-hmm. not that person to go over there. Uh-huh. But I did witness that there were people out. Like, like, like it was models. They were like, oh, they're models. And they have sushi and people were eating sushi off of them. And That's so whatever. gross. Like, oh, ugh. Okay. The, I, I just... did see that at one. One. Uh-huh. But oh. the other one, the only other time that I remember actually having, like, partying in Hollywood mm-hmm. was, um, I can't remember the name of the place, mm-hmm. but it was, like, kind of hole in the wall. It was on Sunset, hole in uh-huh. the wall, and I was there with some Okie peeps. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, it was just, it was Okie shit going on. You know, Okie people don't take too kindly to creepy shit, so. Oh, yeah, no, we'd be like, us, get the fuck out of here. Know. We, we gone. Yeah. We gone. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I don't think I've ever been to a crazy party like that ever and i don't plan on i really don't want to be around that shit i'm too like sensitive to shit and energies and crap like that if you believe all of that you know like it's a creepy mushroomy feeling i don't like it but yeah, oh see no my... no thank you hollywood in general you just get it's a it's a weird juju it's just weird just yeah. holly weird that's what people call it it is holly it's holly it's weird a for strange... a reason it's holly yeah. holly weird for a reason like you know the whole like putting a spell on you situation is it's real they use it to do exactly that you escape reality with hollywood things whether it's tv shows movies music all of that is included because it's all escapism from the real world creepy Mm -hmm. oh yeah that's a nice wrap-up that's a nice wrap-up on that note I hope everybody listens and comments and stuff and slide into our DMs and whatnot, Facebook page, whatever. Um, if you love listening to us, please make sure that you uh, subscribe to your favorite podcast platform. I don't know what D is doing with that stupid toy gun. Uh, stop it, D. Jesus. And if you are watching us on YouTube, please make sure that you like and comment below. Um, hit that like button. Hit that like, uh, the bell, sorry. 
Um, we drop our episode every Thursday at 12 noon central. Our other episode, which is the news angle about current events. It's very low, 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 bro. You still get educational moments and shit like that too. Moments. Check, that, <laughs> check, moments. <laughs> check that out on Mondays at 9 a.m. It's perfect. It's a shorter version of our regular show. You can listen to it on your way to work and you're on your way back. It'll fill up the 20 minute drive that you got. It's about 40 minutes long. Take um, take it with you. Do do all the information things with it. Like it's been a lot of coronavirus though lately, obviously because of all the news that's surrounding it. Man, I'm, fuck frankly, I'm kind of so we gotta ban that shit. No more I, coronavirus. I know. I want news angle. I need it to shit. be over with. But every week there's something new that fucking happens, and <laughs> we gotta stop. talk about it. <laughs> fucking school shutting down. People like spreading stop. it. Like fucking countries getting thousands of results that are positive back within a week and shit like fucking italy has too so many people over 65 they're dropping like all over the place everybody there is really dying but don't, please don't let people fear monger you into all of that okay like there's more people recovering than is dying. take your vacations it's cheap I'm telling you airfare is cheap book your book so your cheap. vacations Oh my god. Just sanitize bring sanitizer, some masks and gloves. You're good to go. You good to go. Get you some latex gloves. Those are hard to come by too. I saw when I went to Kroger one day, they only have five boxes left. Um, Walmart only had like one on the shelf. I mean, it's in the same city, like where I live. And like all the grocery stores and shit, people are like out buying all that stuff too. Like, I mean it's fine. Put your little finger condoms on and then just sanitize your palms, you're good to go. Shut I'll teach up. you how to make a dental dam on the next episode. Stop like I said, saying the time. dental dam thing, Jesus! You can like eat ass that way because I know all you Fuck young it. motherfuckers like to eat ass now. I know so I'll teach you how to do it the right way so Fuck you don't man. have to worry about fucking that shit up in the future. You know what I'm saying? I can't. I can't. Anyway, on that note, we about to go. Peace out. Be blessed. And next week, maybe Brandy will be back. No, she will be back. She just was busy for us. She today. better be back. She will she be back. Eat nasty, nasty Shut ass. up! Uh, I'm leaving. Uh, Good night. Nasty. Get out. Uh, Goodbye. Goodbye. Oh, <laughs>